Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion, and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes, and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. You may be seated in his presence. Glory to the Most High God. Oh, I give honor to him, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We know that this is a very special Sunday. I would say, the way you used to say it back in the day when I was young, Happy Easter Day. But we know that this is Resurrection Sunday. This particular time in my life as a, as a young lad was uh, a very important holiday, uh, a celebration, shall I say. If we didn't get nothing else, on Christmas we got something special, and on Easter, I tell you, we got decked out for the Lord. Can anybody attest to that? <laughs> Glory to God. Our hair became fried, dyed, and laid to the side. We have our Easter speeches memorized. And the longer our, our Easter speeches were, the smarter people thought we were. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'm going to say it like Reverend Moses was saying. I didn't come to stay. I just came to say, Happy Easter Day. Glory to God. I do, I do give honor to our senior pastor, Elder Dr. Shelby Bowman II, to all of these wonderful elders and ministers of the gospel, Elder Dennis Brown, Elder Shavani Bacar Chris, Minister Shabuzubinay, Reverend Moses Blanton, and y'all, we have a whole host of elders and ministers on our conference line. So we're together now on the teleconference line. I say teleconference. That's what they used to call it back in the day. But we just call it conference line today. But Elder Lorraine Hopkins, who's expediting, Elder Bernice Owens, Minister Denise Glanton, and Elder Earl Rushford. Hallelujah. We thank God for Pastor Nelson, um, who's um, in her absence, I'll say that. We are so grateful to God for our deacons. Don't, don't they look wonderful? My Lord, hallelujah. And they are willing to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. My God, Deacon Willie Brown, Deacon Charles Chris, Deacon Tommy Green, and uh, Deacon Elect Payne Ferguson. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The book of St. John, chapter 20, and we'll start reading at verse 24 until God tell us to stop. Amen. We thank God for all the assignments that were carried out with such an anointing on our conference line. Thank God for each one of you, Sister Carolyn, Elder Owen. The word of the Lord reads, if you have it, just say amen. Amen. Let me know you got it. So I got it. Oh, God. It says, uh, this is God's word. He says, but Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, we have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst of them and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hand, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord, and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen me, yet have believed. My God. Let us stop right there. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come humbly before your presence, O oh God. We come seeking you today, God. We come rejoicing, O oh God. For the, re- for the resurrected Son of God. We thank you, God, for allowing us to assemble ourselves under your holy and your precious spirit, Lord. We ask, oh God, that you clear our minds, oh God, clear the atmosphere, oh God, that your word go forward with power, with might, and with functioning of the Holy Spirit. Now I decrease, O oh Lord, as a willing servant. I ask that you speak through these lips of clay. Let it not be my words, God, but let it be your words. Now, Lord, let the words from my mouth, oh God, in the meditation of my heart, be acceptable unto you, oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you say amen again? And amen. One more time. You may be seated in his presence. Our subject today is simply this. 
looking for Jesus in all the right places. Looking for Jesus in all the right places. We know that the disciples by the name of Thomas was often referred to even today as the doubting Thomas. Hallelujah. Now, Thomas could easily be one of us or one of our spiritual soulmates, if you will, the one who speaks up for the gospel, the one who asks questions, the one who uh, uh, pursue answers to questions. Hallelujah. How many times have we asked Jesus, are you anywhere to be found? Are you in the midst of this particular situation? My God. A few chapters back in this great gospel of the Bible, we find that Jesus speaks to his disciples before his death. He speaks about going away, and he concludes by saying, and you know the place where I am going. But Thomas, even though he was told and he heard what Jesus said, he was the only one who had the heart to speak up. Hallelujah. He said even then, Lord, we do not know where you are going. And then he said, how can we know the way? My God, if you are doubt, in doubt about anything, people of God, just ask God. It's okay to question God. It's okay, my God, to say, Lord, I don't understand. Because I know, Lord, your word says that in all my getting, I'm to get understanding. But God, I need you to help me. I need you to endow me with wisdom and understanding and even with knowledge, God. How many times do we really go to God and say, God, give me your wisdom like Solomon did? Give me your knowledge. Give me understanding, Lord. I just can't seem to figure out what is going on or why this has happened, Lord. Just help me, Lord. Can I hear you say today, help me, Lord. If you're going through anything or any uncomfortable situation, any challenging situation, any circumstances that have come to so easily beset you, to bother your spirit, can you say with me today, God help me. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In today's account, Thomas again takes the words out of some of our mouths. When he hears the claims of his brethren, his co-laborers, that they have seen the Lord, Thomas says that unless I see him and touch him, I'm not going to believe it. I need to see it. Hallelujah. You know, we have a saying that seeing is believing. But when it comes to the things of God, my God, the word of God tells us that we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. So we don't have to see it to believe it because we're walking by faith. And all we have to have, people of God, is faith just the size 
of a grain of a mustard seed. We don't have to have no whole big faith. Some people do have the gift of faith. They have a whole big faith. But God says that if we just have faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed, that we can move mountains. We can cause situations to change. We can cause circumstances to go from worse to better. My God, we can cause relationships to be amended, my God. Hallelujah. We can make changes in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. That the common person that don't know God can do it. But you have endowed with power from on high. Something because you have faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed. Hallelujah. Now, we can picture ourselves being in Thomas' shoes. Uh, 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 my God, hallelujah. This is the first Easter evening after the death of Christ. Hallelujah. And the disciples are hiding out for fear of the authorities. My God, the one that did what they did are ordered to be done to Jesus. The disciples are hiding because now our Lord is no longer with us. We saw what they did to him. We saw them put uh, the throne on his head. We saw the piercing of his thigh. We saw them puncturing him, making him bleed, my God. We saw them nailing his feet to the cross, his hands to the cross. We saw them stretching him wide, my God, and we even saw him hang his head as he died. They saw this. The man who has all power in his hand, the one that could have said, hallelujah, uh, I'm not going to do this, my God. Thank God he didn't, people of God. He didn't decide that I can't go through this agonizing pain because I was set with a purpose. I was set for the remission of sin. I was set, my God, so that my people would have the right to the tree of life, so that those who have already gone on to glory, their family that's left behind will know that there is a hope and a future and that this place is not our home is it's just a dressing up room. It's preparing us for our eternal home in glory with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Jesus said that all of this uncertain was going through his mind. My God, hallelujah. It was going through his mind. And he said, in spite of these, uh, this pain, this agony that I'm feeling, I've got to do this. i got to do it for you, 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 and you. My God, he had to do it for us, y'all. My God, hallelujah. But here Thomas was critiquing what his brethren had said. And now a week later, it happens again. And this time, Thomas is present. He's right there with the disciples. And the door was locked, and our Lord walks in, and he says to them, peace be with you, my God. Hallelujah. And then he begins to directly address Thomas, and he says, Thomas, look at my hands. 
He said, touch my side. He said, it's me. He said, Thomas, do not doubt, but believe. And suddenly, this skeptical disciple, hallelujah, he no longer needs tangible proof. He simply shouts out, my Lord and my God. Can you say with me today, from the depths of your heart, my Lord and my God. Hallelujah. And Jesus, he, he, he takes that opportunity to capture the mystery of faith. He says, have you believed because you have seen me? Hallelujah. In other words, it's easy to believe because you have seen me. But he did, he said, but blessed are those who have not seen, yet have come to believe. And there we are, most of us, hallelujah, who have not seen Jesus. I won't say that you haven't seen Jesus. I don't know what image the living God has shown you in the clouds. I don't know what dreams of, oh, my God, hallelujah, or other body experiences you may have had, and you saw Jesus in those visions. I don't know, people of God, hallelujah, just what encounters you may have had with the living God. But most people have not seen Jesus. They have not have, had an image of God. They don't have a picture hanging up in the house that is supposed to depict Jesus, my God. But, but, but they haven't can say emphatically, I have never seen Jesus, but in spite of, uh, nevertheless, I'm going to still trust him, my God. I still have faith in him. I know that he's going to come to my rescue. I know that he's going to string some stuff out on my behalf. I don't have to see him to know that he is real. He does is real to me. Oh, yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. My God. Hallelujah. Thomas was made a believer. Do you believe today? Do you believe? I, I really believe that uh, we could take a poll in here, and I believe that we will have a, a more than the majority, I believe all of us can say, I believe Jesus. I believe in Jesus. However, hallelujah, how could we possibly have woke up this morning and had the breath of life if he didn't allow us to do so? He is the Lord who giveth life, and he's the Lord that taketh life. At any given moment, he can take our lives, y'all. He don't have to promise us not another minute, not another second, not another day. When we think about that, we can't help but believe that he is real. Hallelujah. Can you say it one more time? Jesus is real to me. My God, hallelujah. There's an old camp song. You know, people used to camp out a lot. But there's a lot old camp song that says, if you stood in the ocean or watched the beautiful sunset, then you have seen Jesus. Hallelujah. If you see 
just the beauty of God's creation. Because the beauty of this creation of God reflects the creator. Hallelujah. So if you step out on your porch or on the balcony or on your deck, at any given time of night, and you look up in the sky, and you see the stars shining bright, you have seen Jesus. Glory to God. If you see the trees brisking or swaying in the brisk of a wind, my God, hallelujah, the branches flopping up and down, hallelujah, you have seen Jesus. If you had a circumstance in your life that somebody said, you're not going to ever get through this, this one is going to take you out. And yet God Almighty raised you back up. He healed your body, your infirmities, your diseases. And if that has happened to you, my God, you have seen Jesus. My Lord, hallelujah. 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 I get excited when I think of his goodness. And all that he has done for us. Hallelujah. The beauty of his creation. But the very, toward the end of that old camp song, y'all, I want you to hear this. The song goes on and it says, because we can all, I think, identify with this. It says, have you ever stood in the family? With the Lord there in your midst, seeing the face of Christ on each other, my God, hallelujah, then I say, you have seen Jesus, my Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you see the forgiveness of a friend, if you have seen the deep wisdom of a parent or the advice of a parent, if you have seen the loving alumity of a blood donor or an organ donor, the psychosexual risk of a rescue worker, then you have seen Jesus. My God, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The word of God says that the Jesus Christ, our Lord, he breathes new life into our lives, and, and he gives us peace, and he, he, he endows us with power from on high. But I like the fact that the book of Second Corinthians, in fact, the book of Corinthians overall, because you can find this in Second Corinthians, uh, verse 2, it tells us how we are a temple of the living God. Hallelujah. And it reads like this. It says, uh, for you are the temple. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16. And then we're going to go to 1 Corinthians. He said, for you are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will dwell in them, in you. God is in you. And he will walk in them. And then he said, I will be their God, and they will be my people. He says that he will live with us. And that he will walk among us. And then he says it again. And I will be their God. 
and they will be my people. My God, hallelujah. Did you know, did you know, people of God, that you are God's temple and that the Spirit of God lives well in you? I say it again. The Spirit of God lives in you. Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians 3.16, it says it again. Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. My God, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, so we are, as a body of believers, a temple, the temple. Temple is, is singular. My God, hallelujah. We are the temple of God. As a body of God's believers, y'all, hallelujah. God tells us in Zechariah that he wants to live in the midst of the people. He is living in the temple, in the body of believers, and he wants to build each one of us up, and we build each other up as we seek the Lord together as one, my God, so that we can continue to gather as a community of believers and know not just as believers, but a community of faith believers and know that God is in the midst of us. My God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And know this, it doesn't matter about numbers because the word of God tells us that the community can be two or three that are assembled or gathered in his name. My God, sometimes we get caught up on we need hundreds or we need twenties and thirties and forties and fifties. But God said, two or three that are gathered in my name. You are a community of believers, and I promise you that I will be in the midst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When Jesus walked the earth before his death, burial, and resurrection, he walked here on earth, and he issued invitations to come. He says, come as you are. Come to me, all ye who are heavy laden. That's all of us at one point or another. And he says, and I will give you what? I'll give you rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, come on. Come, come and be my friend. So I ask you today, are you a friend of God? <laughs> are you a friend of God? Hallelujah, the songwriter said, I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Now, that's how that sounds good. It feels good to my soul, Dr. Boo. You know, I'm a friend of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I want you to pay attention to me even the more right now. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is saying, pay attention and come to me. Most of the Lord's instructions for seeking him or looking for him involve how and not why. Not where, I'm sorry. Not definitely why. You need him. I need him. We need him. Every hour, every minute, every second, every day, every month, every year, year after year after year. My God, we need him. Hallelujah. The book of Proverbs tells us that we have to seek him diligently. 
this is the this is the how, not so much the where. Because if you believe truly that you are a temple of God, that you carry his spirit, and I would say that you do whether you know it or not, my God, hallelujah, then 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 you can seek him diligently anywhere. My God. He said he will be with us always, even to the end of what? Time. My God. So we seek him, and his word just tells us a lot about the high, because the book of Jeremiah says that we seek him with prayer and with worship. We know by God's word that he what inhabits the praises of his people. So when we praise God, he just come and assemble himself right in the middle of our praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's praising him in the middle of it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And then the book of Deuteronomy tells us that we're still talking about the high, because it don't matter about the where. It says, seek him with your heart and with your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We seek him because his word tells us to seek him. Hallelujah. And he says, uh, ask and it shall be given, and to seek him, and you shall find, and to knock, and doors shall open for you. Oh, he gives us the recipe, people of God. But are we using the tools, the avenue, the way that he has given it to us? Hallelujah. And we know him by his word. God is his word. And by his spirit. Therefore, we seek him. We're looking for him in the pages of his book, in the pages of the Bible, asking even the more for understanding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. So in closing, I'm going to admonish God's people today. Oh, God, help us, Lord that we are to open our hearts. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians tells us, 6 and 13, to open wide your heart. Open up your heart and say, God, here my heart is. I know that you are real. Hallelujah. Speak to my heart. The songwriters say, if I don't hear from you, I won't know what to do, my God. So open your heart to the Lord, my God. Hallelujah. And then, because I'm admonishing God's believers, including myself, I'm saying that we have to pray continually. God's word says to pray without ceasing. In other words, we're conditioning our body. We have opened up our hearts. Hallelujah. We have taken this dead flesh, my God, and we have come up with the heart of life, with the heart of prayer, my God. Hallelujah. And we're conditioning this temple, this vessel of God, to be able to look for him in all the right places. My God. Hallelujah. And when we seek him, oh, my God, in prayer 
It should be our first priority. We don't fit prayer into our day, but we fit our day into our prayer. My God, hallelujah. So the first thing we do in the day or the first thing that should come to mind when God blesses us with a new day is that we pray and we give thanks to him for even giving us yet another day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we can talk to him in our prayer just as he's one of our best friends that is embedded deep in our heart. Hallelujah. I'm admonishing today, people of God, and God says that sometimes we just have to be still. He said, be still and know that I am God. It is in the stillness that Jesus meets us when we seek him. A lot of times we have to get in a good, quiet place so that we can clear, hear, hear clearly what God's spirit is saying to us. The instructions that he's given us, the wisdom that he's given us. My God, hallelujah. The information, my God. Have you ever done something and you say, oh, I didn't ever learn this in no book or in school. But the Spirit of God showed it to me. My God, hallelujah. My God. And I can't emphasize this enough, people of God, because we are admonishing each other to, to, to get in the presence of God. We have to stay in his word. Hallelujah. Because God says in Isaiah, he says, to the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, God's word, it is because there is no light in them. You got a light in you that is shining so bright that no one can extinguish the light of God that shines through you. And you have a commission today to let your light shine. Let your light shine so that you will compel those who don't know Christ, to get to know him, my God, to come to Christ, the backsliders, my God, the ones that have never confessed him as Lord. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And so that you can continue to stay in the fold. Stay with God. Stick with God. Hallelujah. And lastly, I'm going to say this. Well, I don't know if it's lastly, but find your church home. If you don't have a church home, you need a church home. Everybody needs a community of believers. God promises that He will meet us here Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, on the prayer line on Thursday, at the midnight cry on Friday, because we are a community of believers who trust and believe wholeheartedly. In the Lord, and because we believe in Him wholeheartedly, we're going to take heed to His word that says that we are to serve Him with our whole heart. My God. So the next time, people of God, and this is it, I promise, you find yourself wondering, where is God? And if you're trying to look in His word, are you trying to? Seek him in prayer. Or you're talking with a fellow believer. It may sometimes 
take a little longer for God to respond. But I want you to know, people of God, that God has perfect timing. He will speak to your heart in perfect timing. He will straighten out your situation in the nick of time. My God, he will answer your prayer at the right time. And you will be able to say, I was in the right place at the right time. Glory to God. Let's stay together. Let's stay together. Let's continue to seek him while he yet may be found. Glory to God. God is real. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you so much for listening in to today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless.